What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the Heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Doing so helps grow the podcast, and we appreciate all the help from our listeners. Um, We would also like to take the time to thank our members. Without these great great members, uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here at YCDC, so we'd like to thank members like Cornerstone Bank, Central Valley Ag, Mead Lumber, uh, 104.9 Max Country, uh, and Jensen Lumber. And so uh, members can be found at our member directory page at yorkdevco.com. That's Y-O-R-K-D-E-V-C-O.com. So let's get into the interview. So today I'm joined by a self-described York lifer. She grew up in York and eventually married a farm boy from Benedict, Nebraska. Uh, today uh, they have three boys and love to call York home. And so today I welcome Cherie Foltz to the show. Welcome hey. on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Perfect, perfect. And so this first little segment is called What's New? Um, something. It's a new segment I'm kind of trying on here, uh, appropriately named. Uh, so we're just kind of sharing what's something new in our lives, whether it's a new tool, policy, you know, a service that we offer, something like that. So I'll kind of go first. And so I'm going to talk about a little new tool that we have here at York County Development Corporation. Um, so we have this new tool that's hoping to empower our local aspiring entrepreneurs through an innovative online service called Size Up York County. Uh, the service of it is available for free to all local entrepreneurs uh, on the YCDC website. I mentioned that above. That's yorkdevco.com. It's a powerful tool that provides powerful market research and business intelligence that is both industry-specific and hyper-local. It includes the same and similar data that is used by huge corporations um, but which has been historically inaccessible to small businesses because of the cost and expertise that is required to analyze the data. So SizeUp comes in and it helps to level the business playing field by empowering the local entrepreneurs by offering this, these data at no cost uh, to them. And so it's something that they can use on our website that's no cost. Anyone, uh, whether you're a member or a non-member, you can use this tool. And so we're really excited to be able to offer this to our uh community members because we think uh, a lot of people are going to be able to take advantage of it. That's so cool. What a great opportunity for new entrepreneurs in town and even small business that already exists. It seems like this data could give you lots of insights and what could be your niche Mm -hmm. and what could be your little And where you're maybe missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's essentially, yeah, what we're wanting this to be used as is especially for existing businesses of where am I missing out on for as far as customers? You know, you know where your customers are, but you don't know where they're not. And so this is kind of hoping to kind of put a spotlight, you know, in that shadow of an area. And cool. I think it'll give, um, if people just have an idea, they could go here and see if like what the data supports their idea or if it's like, "Eh, maybe we should try something else because this is already covered. So yeah, that's very cool that, YCDC is oper- or is offering this to the community. Good One job, of the guys. largest reasons, yeah, businesses tend to not uh, uh, last a long time is, is a lack of planning. And so mm-hmm. this is one of those things that we're hoping to kind of, you know, minimize that lack of planning, you know, portion. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. What about you? What's something new that uh, that you have going on, whether a new um, policy, a service, something new that's going on either on your life or professional 
you know, work? What, you know, what's something that's kind of new? I feel like um, I'm newly a mom of three. So my baby Cutler just turned nine months old on Christmas Eve. So it, someone, I don't even know if like you can, someone could warn you about being a mom of three and being a mom of three boys. Um, like I knew it was going to be hard, but I think the hardest part was I honestly don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> I can't get up before 7, so that is the struggle, and my family is super good at, like, not getting away from the line, so, like, we get up, we get dressed, we brush our teeth, we eat breakfast, and we're out the door. <laughs> we can do all of that, five of us, um, and feed the dog and let the dog out within, like, 50 minutes. So we have this thing, and assembly if, if there's line any of... type of, like, deviation from this line, then we're late. Um... <laughs> So, I just need more time of the day. So, I don't know. New life. Obviously, three kids is fun. But work-related, I think Parks and Rec is just taking a 180 to new. So, this year will be a new splash pad at Harrison Park, which is going to be awesome. The community has wanted a splash pad for, I don't know, five years now. I think it's been on in, <laughs> on my request list. In one form or another, yeah. Yeah, so a new splash pad. The auditorium is newly renovated. That's true. So that's about a $3 million project. There's heat and air, and people are using the facility. I mean, we have had weddings. We have pickleballers that are there four times a week. Um, For people that haven't been in there, what's some what's like the new thing that right as you walk in, maybe so like, that we, they're gonna maybe notice? Like the wow, well, one the heating and the air conditioning. <laughs> so if you go in there, I think on Saturday, is it Saturday is supposed to be like ten degrees as the high. Oh, so geez. if you walk in there on Saturday when we're open, a little plug um, from ten to six on Saturday, it'll be like hot. It'll have a heat. So that's new. That's going to be a weird feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then also in the summer, there's air conditioning. But I think the biggest wow of the auditorium is once you get into the main gym, mm -hmm. we took down all of those old ceiling tiles. And the roof, or the ceiling actually got like 20 feet deeper, higher. So it opened so it up? It opened it up. And then we painted it all matte black. So it's a very industrial look, and I think it's a huge wow factor. So, um, like for weddings, you don't have to decorate the ceiling anymore because it looks cool. Mm -hmm. And for CRC volleyball, it was just awesome. We have CRC basketball coming up at the end of January, and so we're going to have so many people in there that they're just going to appreciate it. They were in there two years ago, and they had to wear their winter coats, and they saw their breath. That's how cold it was. <laughs> so it'll be nice to have all of these people in the auditorium and it's just be like cozy and new and renovated and bright because we painted all the walls so and safe there's ada restrooms um oh yeah so, i'm sure a lot of those had to be yeah, updated fire alarms fire sprinklers oh yeah that's so exciting that's fun. so that's new um the community center soon will be open and that is going to be pretty much all new um the pool got all new plumbing we got new sprinklers we had fire alarms, so that's just kind of finishes that packet. The gym will have two exits, oh. so it's safer now. Um, and then probably the biggest thing that I'm excited about is this it will be like one way press release, press release. You're hot off the top, but your first wants to know. Um, the community center is going to have an area called Fun City, Ooh. and I'm so excited about this that we will have like a ball pit and an indoor um, play structure, which. Like, I go back 
So I'm 34, and Derek, you're a couple years younger than me. 30. Yeah. There you go. So when we were in like Burger King and McDonald's, they had like you ate your Happy Meal as fast as you could, so you could go play. Those play structures is what we're gonna put in the community center Ooh. for all of these kids. That'd yeah, be fun. super excited. So a ball pit, that play structure. We'll have an area for babies and toddlers. We'll have sand tables and Lego tables and a music corner. So this will be like. Our niche, I would say, is we offer a swimming pool and a basketball court, but then we also are going to offer, we're kind of gearing towards like elementary, preschool and elementary kids to have somewhere to, do, to go. And then for all these families to come into town, they have a place that, hey, let's go here for a couple hours. It'll be fun. Um, we're super excited to launch this. Like I said, this yeah. is kind of the new and the first time it's kind of been out there, but be looking for lots of marketings and pictures and visuals of what this is soon to come <laughs> yeah so that's the biggest thing parks and rec that's exciting yeah. those that's all all exciting how's uh so what's the planning like for the uh splash pad bit do you have any idea where it's gonna be located or? Yeah, the splash pad at harrison park is pretty much finished okay um so we're hoping that okay so it'll go if you're walking on that path going towards the picnic shelters the picnic shelter on your left, it'll go right there, right on the path. So it's just north of the sand volleyball courts, and it'll be attached to the most southern picnic shelter. Got it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to draw you a picture if I could, but you guys are on the radio, so you can't see it. Um, so, yeah, so that'll be super excited. Depending on weather, the Public Works um, Department is going to do all of the labor oh, and putting it all great. together to save some money. So shout out to them for doing all of my crazy projects because... <laughs> They don't need to, but they help out, so it's great. Um, it's great when they can Great help partnership out. Yeah. when they can save me about $140,000. Most definitely. Everyone appreciates that yeah. in town when you can do that. Yeah. So that'll go there. Um, be looking for that at the beginning of spring slash summer. That'll be cool. That'll be so cool. That'll I'm be really cool. That yeah, definitely. Cool. So let's jump into talking a little bit more about you. So tell me a little bit about what it was like for you growing up here in New York. You know, What kind of activities did you do? You know, what some memories you maybe have. Yeah. Yes. Can I go bounce around from there? I was born at York General, which I think is super crazy because now I'm on York General's advisory board. So I have seen a lot of like full circle opportunities and it's kind of like nostalgic, I would say, because Cannon, my oldest, just started kindergarten at York Elementary and I went to York Elementary mm -hmm. and my first grade there was a second grader. You know, so I think that part is super cool. Um, growing up in the town that you eventually go back and continue to make it um, your home. So um, that... You, you didn't get very many years in the other schools then, did you? Were you in Willard? Or I was anything? in Willard. So, you were in Willard? Yeah, okay. so I was in kindergarten and first grade in Willard. So those of you that don't know, that's Sack Hall for your college. Mm -hmm. Kinder, um, kindergarten room was Miss Slo Slope, and that would be President um, Smith's oh, <laughs> office yeah. right now. Oh my goodness, yeah. that was the kindergarten that room? That was the kindergarten room. That's crazy to think about. I know. Every time I drove past, drive past, I'm like, that's my elementary school. And it's it's so, for young professionals, which I'm a group of part of, they, a couple of years ago, they did cookie decorating. Yep, yep, yep. And they were be like in my first grade room. So walking back to that too was like, okay, this is a little weird. You know, it's a college room now, but. It's interesting to think that York had three elementary schools at one point and we didn't have the consolidated school that we have today and how that is now. changed, yeah. How that has changed and that's needing almost. And needing yeah. to get bigger because, I mean, that's kind of you know, getting a little yeah, full. Overhaul. 
And so, yeah, it's crazy it's just, how far we've come in 30-some years. I know. I mean, that's the we, depressing part. It's like 25, 20 years ago, and I was like, what? And we look around, and we think nothing's changed. I mean, yeah. I mean so, not, not us, necessarily, but some you talk to some people in the community, it's like, well, nothing's changed. And it's like, well... Actually, a lot. Look around. There's, yeah, we don't have this anymore. We don't have this. We have this instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. told my husband the other night that um, 1980 was 40 years ago. Yeah. And, like, you don't think it was... <laughs> At all. <laughs> no. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? But, yeah. So, um, born and raised in York at the hospital. Went to Willard. Well, actually, I went to preschool in the Methodist Church. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that was called. But like, um, Jeannie Scamhorn And she's off the teacher. alleyway there or whatever? Or I, haven't, I don't even remember. remember. I remember, there was I remember like we had, like, those old cardboard blocks that we like to play with. That's a, that's a memory <laughs> from preschool. The green and red. And, yeah. <laughs> that's were exactly blocks, what yes. they were. Yeah. So preschool there, and then kindergarten was at Willard. Kindergarten, first grade at Willard, and then we went out to um, the York Elementary. And then the old middle school, so... No mm-hmm. air conditioning got out for hot days. Um, the no spooky upstairs. Dances. Spooky upstairs that you weren't allowed to. Yeah. The tunnels in the basement. The tunnels in the basement. Yeah. <sighs> Carrie Connors classes. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And Mr. Ryan. You, you, you progressively moved down yeah, in the, the school. Yeah, the down. As the older you got, the lower you got to the, <laughs> That's very to the ground floor. And the small gym. Closer you got to the office, actually. Yeah. The older you got. <laughs> and I remember they had, I just remember this, they had like those... I don't even know what they would be considered, like those blocks that you got to hang out with, like before school, and like those in the locker rooms. Oh, yeah, the commons. There. Commons, there you go. And they had the the glass case there where you could buy things. Yeah, Duke Dollars. Duke Dollars, yes, you had got to oh collect my gosh, Duke Dollars. That's so crazy. Anyone who's from York right now is having <laughs> they're like, like this blast. Yes, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, I remember this. Anyone not from York, they're probably thinking, you guys are crazy. What did you do in, this is, in middle school? These are the weird things we did in York, so you can compare it to the weird things you did in your, <laughs> yeah. in your hometown. It was probably similar. Yeah. And then the high school, we all went to the high school. Um, obviously, it was a lot different because we yeah. just did that renovation project. Um, high school memories, Mr. Goki, who still is there, shout out to you, um, ate chalk and did cartwheels in my geography <laughs> class. Geometry, my geometry class. Uh, Miss Holder, who's no longer there, was awesome. Just sports, you know. Like you, I feel like small town life. You got to participate in everything. Mm-hmm. It was so great. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun, and your friends were there, and then you learned how to drive. And I don't know. My summer jobs consist of working for the school, and so like I would go. You and had the best. Paint. Yeah. I did that one year. You worked with my brother for a few I years. Did. Yep. Yep. So many paint. I yeah heard so many stories. Yeah, the paint the... crew was a crew to be on. Big Jerry was our a crew leader or whatever. And then I got put on the cleaning crew, which the painting crew was a lot better than the cleaning crew. Painting crew, yeah. I was always on cleaning crew, unfortunately. Yeah. And so I got kind of yeah. That was a got long... burnt out of picking gum off of people's chairs. You can only clean so many chairs <laughs> yeah. and so many desks and so many walls before. Before you didn't want to go to work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I worked at Grand Central as a checker. Um, I worked with so many of my friends there, too, all through high school. So, yeah, it's just fun. I feel like Grand Central would be one of those great, like, very flexible, you know, you work weekends, evenings. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Great young, you know, person here in town, like, job. Yeah, and then you mean, I worked Sunday, so I met the same people. Yeah, you get to meet everyone, yeah. yeah. You get your routines, like, they're coming in after church, That's exactly what it was, it was (laughs) the same people, getting the same things. So, that was obviously pretty fun, and then you made those relationships with them, and that's one, and then I left for college, and I went to UNK for a year and a half, 
and then transferred to Nebraska Wesleyan. Why did you decide on UNK? Why did I decide on yeah. UNK? Yeah, what, what led you to UNK? Well, my dad grew up in, or was born in Kearney, and every just always, Kearney just is far enough away from from mm-hmm. York, but not necessarily like too far that my parents weren't going to In case it. of emergency. Yeah, I'm going to be home in an hour, and that's yeah, a big yeah, risk for a little yeah. Nebraska girl to go any farther than that. <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to play softball, too. I don't even, like, looking back and reflecting on childhood, it's like, I didn't want to play when I was in the moment because my life was so, like, you go to school for nine hours, and then you played sports for two hours, and then you had games. But it was like, I needed convinced that I didn't want to do it, Slash, I tried to convince myself I didn't want to do it. I ended up not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. I went to Carney for a year and a half, and I took a geom- or a geography class my sophomore year. And my professor said, if you want me to know you, you need to come introduce yourself. And I was thinking, I am paying you like $300 <laughs> to learn about the location of countries all around the world, which, shout out to Mr. Dunn in high school, he taught me. <laughs> Um, so I was like, oh, I'm not going to go anymore. Yep. Like, if he didn't want to know me, and I I am a very, like, I like to know everybody. Mm-hmm, and then Carney, mm-hmm. I did not do that. Like, I had my solid group of friends, and I didn't know anybody else. And mm-hmm. that kind of is what led me to Norwestland. A little bit more personable of yeah. a community. I met with my advisor, which was Pat Pettit, and she was like, you can do this and this, and we'll get you out of here. Um, I actually graduated college in three and a half years. Nerd alert. Even transferring. Nerd alert. Wow. Even transferring. I just, college, like, wasn't my jam. I, I, I realized I was a lot smarter than I needed to do. <laughs> it wasn't my thing, so I finished in three and a half years just because it wasn't my well, thing. Like, that was it. It's just like, I went to it's college. usually like it took five years because it wasn't my thing. <laughs> and I just, like, went in and got good grades. And, yeah, like I said, I realized I was smarter than I probably ever gave myself credit for. So it was like, and my friends are going to laugh at this because I still am like this. I would do whatever I needed to do until like 10 o'clock. And regardless, if I didn't know it or I, or I knew it, I went to bed. <laughs> like, there are so many college people that are like 2 a.m. and they're still trying to learn. I'm like, Nyeh. if I don't know it now, I'm not going to know it I'm in the morning. I'm not going to do it at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah I got to sleep. Sure. I'm tired. Yeah. It goes back to my, every, I'm not very good in the morning. So my whole family, at 7 o'clock, let's get out. I need my sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I transferred to Nebraska Wesleyan where I was so involved and I think that helped a lot. Um, I just got involved with the student intramural program and ended up being my senior year being the student intramural director. Okay. And then I was an event manager. And um, So sounds what it's like. So you were in charge of like all the like sports stuff at Wesleyan, me and um, a colleague. How many different activities were there? I don't like thirty? Twenty-eight. Uh, there 100? was a lot. If you would have asked me like fifteen years ago, I would have been able to tell you. I don't know. It was fun. So I'd go to class, you know, like your four-hour increments, and then I would go work intramurals, and then I'd go to class, and then you'd work event managing, and so yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fun, and I knew so many people at Wesleyan, and I think that's what kind of was my niche. So Carney, I just you know didn't really have because I think in York you know everybody, and mm-hmm. that's what I really mm-hmm. like about York and in growing up here. That's why I consider myself a lifer. Um, I know everybody. Mm-hmm. And there's, I've, I go to meetings and they're like, oh, I can't get a hold of this person. I text them and they immediately respond. You're like, that is a huge perk for small town lifers. And then I, um, so I kind of felt that homey feeling at Westland, rather, and I did not feel that homey feeling um, at Kearney. So, yeah, I don't know. And then I moved back and 
married a farmer from Benedict. We dated. He was actually at Wesleyan, so that might have been a pull to uh, get back. If I really were going to admit some things, <laughs> I met him when I was at Kearney and then went to Wesleyan. Oh, what a coincidence. Weird. Wow. Yeah, probably. Benedict's not that far nah, from New York. Yeah. And then he's um, a year older than me, so he graduated and moved home to work with the family farm. And I graduated and applied to a couple grad schools, and then I was kind of like, do I want to go to grad school or do I not want to go to grad school? And then you hear a lot of people that say, go get your experience first and fine-tune what you want your mm-hmm. grad school to be in. So I went, came home and worked some major odd jobs. What like, was your degree again? I have a sport management. You have a sports management? Yeah, I have a coaching degree. So I graduated school um, in December, and that week I laid a hardwood floor with my dad. Shout out to my dad. Um, and then we did... I worked at fit. I worked at Fitness Works. I worked at York Physical Therapy. I worked at Maurice's, and then I was ended up being like the rec league supervisor for Paula Christensen at Parks and Rec. And I was like, okay, at least this will get like my foot in the door. Yeah. And then because that's is that what you ultimately wanted? Like you knew you, you wanted did. to work I kind for of, Parks. I wanted to work for Parks and Rec. So my advisor at Wesleyan, her name was Nancy. I don't really remember her last name. But she was like, don't go work for government. Don't work for government, super related, and don't work rec. Like, she's like, I have worked in both of these, and I don't like it. I mean, you don't work rec. Yeah. I'm like, how, how bad? Because she'd give you horror stories and everything. And I was like, but if I can make fun for 18 to 22-year-olds being the intermodal supervisor, why can't I do it for all ages? Because mm-hmm. growing up in York, we had swimming lessons and t-ball. That was it. I did both of them, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm like, but I can do this for everybody. So, yeah, my little um, foot-in-the-door job, being the adult league supervisor, landed me the rep coordinator job, and then three years of the rep coordinator job, led me to the director job, and here I am, like, full circle once again. I used to teach swimming lessons, or I used to do swimming lessons in the community center pool, and now I'm in charge of the community Now you're center. hiring people yes! to do lessons and train people like, to do lessons. Like, it's seriously, like, small town living at its best, but I wouldn't change it any other way like it's cool so what led what was it about parks and rec i mean that like led you to it i like, think it was um was it just the, just getting to meet everyone or like what about like I re- well i really like sports i've been playing sports my whole entire life but it was mostly like off or offering lots of opportunities for people to have fun mm-hmm. and that could be fun for like lots of different things so um you like bowling right so mm-hmm. it's like offering bowling for you they were offering disc golf for somebody else or my kids right now. I Not that I do really selfish things for my children, but Chase loves Play-Doh. He's my middle child. And so I was like, Michaela, can you have a Play-Doh event? And she's like, yeah. So now we have, like, Play-Doh time, you know. And I drop my two kids off at Platt and they play Play-Doh with Michaela and our staff for an hour. And then I come pick them up. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The mess is at work. It's down on my kitchen table. I can make supper while they're playing it. Go get them. And then they have the time of their lives, and I can get something done. So I think it's offering fun for everybody in every age. Because like I said, growing up, we had swimming lessons in T-Ball. And now we offer, like, tot time for little kids. And even younger kids get water babies. And then pickleballers, you know, right now. That has exploded. So, yeah. I see that everywhere. Yeah. So, like, we offer programming for so many different ages and so many different varieties that it's like, my job is to make sure that the community has fun mm-hmm. and has opportunities to have fun. So, um, I don't know. It makes me happy. Where do people really find these programming then? Like, so, um, best place to our, get it. Good question. So, right now, 
um, the city is doing a website relaunch. So the current website has our information. That's where you would register for the programming. But our Facebook page um, would probably be all the information that you can follow Parks and York Parks and Rec on Facebook, on Instagram, or cityofyork.net is our website and all of our um, stuff's there. Stuff is there. We put out little. We do. Oh my gosh, we do. Michaela, Michaela does so much. Um, we do summer guides, mm-hmm. and so it's like summer program guides, and it's, we call it the Bible of Parks and Rec. So that will come out like March, right? The um, youth involvement fair that comes out, and then we do a winter one as well. So the winter one is all the current stuff. So you can find that in a lot of the businesses downtown, or come to the auditorium when the community center opens back up. You can go to the community center and get that information. Perfect. It's all over. Definitely. No, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, so, like, how I'm sure you get this a lot. How how often does Parks and Rec, the show, like, come into uh, your like daily like reference, or like, um, ed- does it ever? It's a super big joke because a lot of people say I look like Leslie. No, um, so that is probably the most common thing. I watched the show when it like came out on TV. But I'm one of those people that the TV's on, but I don't necessarily pay attention to it. So I know a couple of the episodes, and I laugh because it's sort of like real life. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that don't. It's enough satire. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, it's mm-hmm. like I can I get the the humor of it. The it's like fun yes, of it. Mm-hmm. yes, and I don't know. It's just fun. So it's more of a of a joke than it is a reality. Though I see. Well, I mean, I it's like know, the office. Parts. I mean, office space. The office, office the same. You know, it's, there's some reality to it, but yeah. it's really, you know, just a, everybody gets it's a gag. But exactly. Just a little Sometimes spin. it's a little too real, though. You <laughs> That's know, it. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yep. So uh, there's been some exciting things over the last, like, you know, you said what? How many years have you been in, in your career? I have been in Parks and Rec for 11 years, and I've been the director seven or eight of those seven or eight i don't know Ten so goes yeah by. i mean I over know. those last yeah 11 years you've seen a lot of change i mean new yeah. pool new ball field i mean you mentioned the new splash pad you know what are some other you know kind of dream projects that maybe are on your like five-year plan yeah. or your 10-year plan or you know what so um i have my eye on the old wastewater treatment plant that is my next big baby i just walked by that the other day and i noticed how green and flat <gasps> and how many just like potential ideas yeah yes. ran through my head so that is my new park mm-hmm. i have claimed it i hopefully it continues to be in my dream park and into a reality park Get so that in the plan yeah yeah so my goal there is to have a lot of outside courts so mm-hmm. right now the basketball court the, there are four basketball courts they're short for hoops, let's just say hoops at Harrison Park. But we don't have an outdoor basketball court. We don't have an outdoor um, actual volleyball court that is not sand. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We don't have outdoor pickleball courts. We need more tennis courts in town. I would love to put in a um, hockey arena. So like it would ice be, skating. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it would be like a rink that we could do rollerblading or anything else. Right, in the on, summer. In the yeah. summer. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I fill it up with like four inches of water and let it freeze during the winter time. And then there's your rink. So also with that, it would be a new playground, picnic shelter. Um, I would love to have a building that offers birthday room or rental space at a park. So it's like air conditioned, it's inside. There's your restrooms, there's your rental space. Then you can right. do family reunions there, picnics there, birthday parties that there. That would be nice to have. Yeah, yeah, so that is my new 
baby. I call all of my projects my babies. So that is my new baby that I keep on working on behind the scenes and hoping that one day we can get that into the budget because that'll be a huge addition to the city of York um, and a new new park on the list. That would be a fun little development. Yeah, I mean, what's the... I know there's probably some, like, formula that's out there. You're supposed to have so many parks within so many... Yeah. Like, in your... Half a mile. You should be able to walk to a park within a half a mile. A park within a half a mile. Yeah. How do we do on that scale, I guess? We Obviously, do, I know we're not perfect. We I mean, do, we're probably pretty good at it. We're not bad. Um, the area of town that needs one is the southeast area. So, Maine, South Maine... Um, nobs ish. Okay. Those that's the area that those people are not within a half mile walking distance. So yeah, yeah, not too bad though. No, yeah, we do pretty well. There's quite a few parks all over town. I mean, I think of that new neighborhood that went in, but it's I mean Miller Park's right there, so it serves that mm-hmm. new neighborhood over there on the 18th Street. And so uh, I'm excited for that new development north of the elementary school. Yes, they'll have Minks, and then Minks Park is going to have that Peyton Parker Lane playground. That's exciting development. That is a huge um, thing for Parks and Rec. Huge projects, yeah, huge I mean, those those parents have done an absolute amazing job raising over a million dollars in less than two years. I don't know how they did it. They made this dream a reality and then went out and got everything they needed for it, and boom, two years, new park. They're fascinating. They're awesome. To be able to, yeah, just... Inspiring. That's have, the word for them. They're inspiring. To have a goal and a dream and to see it all the way from beginning to end, I mean, yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> and it's quick, too. It's so I mean, fast. They probably have, I don't know what their personal timeline was, but I yeah. mean... I bet is, it was longer than two years. I bet it was, yeah. So it's super cool. It is very To cool. kind of see that. Um, I'd love to see, like, a soccer field. I see a lot of people over at Harrison using the mm. concrete... Um, as, like oh, a soc- yeah, as a soccer, yeah. yeah, they'll use that as a, as a soccer field. So it'd be cool a to have house. A... I'd do it, take a field house. Too. I'd take a lot of things. <laughs> so the field house would be up there as well. Yeah, soccer field would be very cool. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was thinking like there's that area. Oh, I have it on my computer, but mm-hmm. um, next to um, the new Beaver Creek base or football field, yeah, uh, kind of across over there, you could put some. I don't think the city fields. owns that. Oh, that well, uh-uh. well, it's in the floodplain, so I know it'd be kind of like easy to convert That's it true. into something because you can't really build on it. No, if it's in the floodplain, and so it'd be really easy to convert into just like a two two small fields or one what a kind good of idea size field. Yeah. yeah, I walk by that whole area, and I always see it's just a patch of grass. Always. Yeah, um, so, unmowed yeah. grass. It's tall grass. Yeah, yeah. Um, the city does not own that. Well, Dang it. So whoever owns that, if you want to reach out to <laughs> I have an idea Derek, if we have an idea. To, to turn this into something that's a little more useful than yeah. just a patch of grass. I totally know so. what you're saying. That's where the it turns. You mm-hmm. go around the ball field and then it turns mm-hmm. south to go. And I love that new like uh, sidewalk that you guys put in there that runs. Uh, it's kind of, it, it used to be Look kind of bathrooms. like, yeah, it used to be a head. natural sidewalk yeah. that people would take like all the way out into the outfield and everything like that. Yep. So it's nice that it's a real sidewalk now. We finished and, that last fall. Yeah. That so new trail edition. That's been great to, mm-hmm. to see. And then that whole side, yeah, that whole trail has been, yeah, I like that over there. The upgrades over there with the, the reading little mm-hmm. thing the that you do. Walk, yeah, the story walk. Partner with the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's the new. Really cool. New restaurant, or not restaurant, restroom uh, right there on the Beaver Creek Field. Mm-hmm. I know that's supposed to be done. I walked by that the other day, so it's getting close. Yeah, it's getting really close. So we're waiting on doors and plumbing, and then they'll site it. So as long as this weather stays in the 70s in December and January, 
We get, we get a lot, a lot of, of stuff done. done. Yeah, yeah, which has been great. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so what are some, uh, you know, what's your kind of dream for, you know, your Parks and Rec? You know, um, you're accomplishing a lot of things, it sounds like, but what's kind of your, your ultimate kind of um, situation for, for Parks and Rec? Yeah. Where do you want to get it, you know, when you I, decide to leave? I think that we just really need to continue to be progressive and innovative. Like, sports change so much, and people's needs change. And if you just reflect on the last 10 years, um, people are now making wellness a priority. Mm -hmm. And so being a park and rec director, I need to make sure that I am fulfilling the community's needs in their wellness track, and especially, like, youth. Youth start activities in, like, second grade now. It was just crazy because we weren't allowed to do sports until we were, what, seventh graders? Something like that, yeah. And now it's yeah. like, well, Cannon is a kindergartner and he can do wrestling in January. And but, I'm like, sweet, you want to wrestle? I know nothing about wrestling, but it's an opportunity for him to at least learn sportsmanship. Even if he doesn't yeah. know wrestling. Doesn't care about anything else, yeah. And if yeah. he wrestles yeah. some other person, maybe he won't wrestle his brother, which would be <laughs> great in Get our life. Get some energy out of him. Yeah, you know? make yeah. him run. That would be fine. Um so just to make sure that we have the right areas and continue our facilities, I think that's huge. The renovation of the auditorium and the community center are a great start to this, but we need to make sure that the Family Aquatic Center gets the updates that it needs. The ballpark complex um, continues to grow and develop with times. Um, shade out there would be great. That was one of my biggest requests is we need bleacher shade. Bleacher shade would be a huge addition to out there. Mm -hmm. um, we have very immature but that, come, that comes with a challenge though too because yeah you can't just put like with how windy it gets out there yeah. you just can't put an umbrella up because mm -hmm. it's gonna you'll see it out in oh one gosh field. yeah you'll see it out in one you'll of the center across fields the street playing yeah. disc golf with this yeah. umbrella yeah so that's a good point um so all those comes with your own challenges yeah 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 so we just want to make sure that we continue to offer services that the community wants and and that's where we always are taking suggestions like hey why don't you do this or hey why don't you do that uh, one of my what is it like four years ago pokemon go was oh, a thing yeah. mm -hmm. i know nothing about pokemon go but it was like a huge craze so next thing i know we teamed up with i don't know the convention center we or the the chamber and a couple other organizations within town and we did like a pokemon to go york and i know nothing but i know i had to be at here or at iso park <laughs> at this time to release some animal <laughs> you know so like but that was that was very current and that was a mm -hmm, trend at that mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. so we need to make sure that we continue to do stay with the those things, trendy things which mm -hmm. is probably a huge shout to all of my young staff lifeguards and i mean high school kids and college kids they come in and they say something like what is that i don't know <laughs> Teach me You this. know, like, teach me this. Please inform me of what... <laughs> Cliff new, notes. Yeah. This, yeah, a trend topic. Yeah, do me. I need to do that? Should we add that to our programming? So, um, just continue. Just to continue to be, um, yeah, progressive. Let's not get stale. We're doing a really good job. I think we're, yeah, we are doing a great job of always, yeah, staying innovative with trying to get the next thing and trying to keep growing. I mean, yeah. the ball fields have done a great job, not just bringing those... Uh, you know activities but bring money into the community mm -hmm. just think of all the dollars you know those yep. i see all those all those cars and i think about they have to eat they have to get gas they have to do all these That's other the things thing, yes. and they're keeping they're bringing money into our community that um, wouldn't otherwise be spent here if we didn't have those ball fields mm -hmm. and so, it's, so we did it's an economic awesome. impact study of that complex of parks and rec in general mm -hmm. and the complex alone brings in an estimated annual like 4.56 million dollars yeah which annually. is annually awesome yeah. Like, so we offer, what, 16 weekends of tournaments and league games, and it 
in the complex itself, if you look at it, doesn't generate any money. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the hotels and the restaurants and the gas stations and the grocery store purchases, um, we're offering camping now, which is a huge thing that'll start this mm-hmm. tournament year. Like those revenue dollars elsewhere in New York is where the complex makes its impact in the community. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then that's huge. Same thing with the pool. That comp or that doesn't make any money itself. But if you look at the people that come into York and use that, um, they're probably getting gas or stopping at Casey's or Plumber Pantry and getting food leave. before they leave. Mm-hmm. Stopping for ice cream or Dairy Queen before yeah, they go. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, Park and Rec really isn't the biggest money maker. But if you look in the opportunities that it brings people into York and then they what they do while they're here using mm-hmm. our um, facilities, that's where the impact is. It's a reason to draw people into the yeah. community. I mean, it's a, it, it, keep people here. I mean, yeah. It's a huge quality of life. Mm-hmm. Huge quality of life. So if you're going to move to a town, what are you looking at? You want a good hospital system, you want a good school system, and you want something for your family to do. Mm-hmm. And so my job is to make sure that you have something for your family to do. You're going to be looking at do. the parks. You're going to be looking at the trails. You're yeah. going to see, you know, yeah. There's... What is there after school for these kids mm-hmm. so they just don't go and play video games? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Cool, cool. Awesome. So now we're going to jump into my rapid fire section. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do some quick questions here. Um, what is your favorite smell? Uh, outside after it rains. Oh, yeah. I think that smells so good. And we just got a cedar fence. And after, oh. after it rains, it smells so good in our yard. I'm like, go outside and smell. Just going to go hang it outside. It's just like fresh yep. Yep. or like dirt, you know? It's, mm-hmm. It just smells so good after it rains. What is your favorite way to spend your day off? Um... Pre-kids. I was going to say, when you have it to yourself. <laughs> I was like, You what? have a day to yourself. Do I have those? Yeah. <laughs> um, pre-kids, I used to always go shopping with my mom, and it was so fun. Um, with kids, I probably would not send them to daycare, and we would hang out and go do something fun. Nice. My, my times have changed. <laughs> Priorities <laughs> yeah. changing. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant here in York County? Um, something either in York, maybe over in Waco, or you know, what's something? I eat Runza all the time. <laughs> it's convenient, and the thing about Runza, it's always good. Have you ever had a bad meal at Runza? That, that's true. Like, yeah, it's never. consistently awesome. It's always good. <laughs> so I would say I probably eat at Runza the most, but York, I don't know. I feel like it, you, you have great restaurants in this county. I mean, Hunter's is mm-hmm. always fun because there's Kino, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we can go there. Carrie's is fun because their menu selection is just, like, crazy. You could, there's, like, three pages. It's just great. Anything you want. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Chances Are, and it, like, brings back my childhood. It's, like, we used to always think Chances Are was, like, very prestigious. Like, we got to go to Chances Are for holidays. And now my son, Cannon, loves their picnic passes. Crispy chicken's number one thing. And so I was like, you want crispy chicken tonight? And that is the go-to meal for our family. They have the best rolls. Love their rolls. Uh, yes, yes. They have um, the best. I know. York has good. A la, la casina. I don't know. But Runza. I eat Runza the most. 
that that's your uh, favorite by uh, just attendance. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It's like by default. Runza, 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 Runza. Workout. Go to Runza. Defeats the workout. You're one of those cars that I see in the lunch yeah. line. That's like oh, it's miles so bad. long. That... I try to beat. I try to beat the drive-through. It's like you see Get what there, car like... you would be behind, and you park and go inside and see if you come out before that person gets there. Yep. Totally do it. <laughs> Guilty. It's way, way faster. Yeah, it's like a game. Uh, what's a favorite memory you have here in York County? So oh my gosh, I have so many memories. So like growing up, I remember playing t-ball where the Mackey Center used to be. So York College where Mackey Center used to be the t-ball fields. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up here, so I have tons of memories. Like walking across, which is another, I just thought of this, like full circle. Um, walked across the stage after I graduated at the auditorium. I walked that stage pretty much every day now. <laughs> You know, like, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. Met my husband at Fitness Works. Like, that's a great memory. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends and my family are here. I don't know. It's just, I've had a, I don't so know. many. Yeah. A yeah. favorite memory? I don't know. When I was 10, I got to have 10 of <laughs> my best friends over for my, my big 10th birthday. I have no idea. Those, They're all those fun. Those, I don't know. I couldn't good. pick one. Yeah, those are all good. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so you, this is a fun one, um, you receive $6,000, uh, just for whatever reason, uh, what do you, what do you use that money, do you go on a trip, do you, uh, remodel the house, or I guess, remodel a room, I guess, not, <laughs> buy not carpet. a house, yeah, <laughs> you might be able to buy some carpet for one room, yeah, what, what do you do with, uh, with that? Um, I, uh, this one stumps me, I would probably go on a trip. But I have three kids, and we just went to Estes, and that was a lot of work. So, and I'm one of those people that, like, I don't do anything without my children. I, You know, it's like I work all day, and then Cutler, the baby, goes to bed, like, between 6.30 and 7. So I really only get to see him for two hours a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'd take them with me, and we would go somewhere. That location, no idea. But we would spend that money traveling and having a life experience. Traveling together? Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. What's a favorite season of yours? Love summer. Summer? Love it. When I got to put a coat on, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's cold out. But when it's 100 and everybody else is complaining that it's hot, Ugh. I'm like, dibs. But I have an inside job. Be, and I go to the pool. So it's like my jobs are the best. I either am inside in an office or I go out to the pool. I have an pool. excuse to go to the pool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Time to go fix this at the pool. Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody else is sweating. I'm like, I have to go work at the swimming pool today. <laughs> Yeah, nope, love summer, love everything about summer. Uh, what's a favorite candy bar that you have? Love whatchamacallits. Whatchamacallits? Yes, you ever had it? one? That's no, what it's called. No, uh, never, I don't think I've ever heard of it, clearly. It's like chocolate and crunchy, like Rice Krispies and peanuts and I don't know. It's a whatchamacallit. I have no idea what's in it. <laughs> I'll bring you one. But I'd rather have like Skittles or Starburst than a candy bar. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what's a favorite county or local event? Um, I absolutely love transportation exploration. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Love it. Under, um, severely underrated event. With super, all like, yes. yes. So once again, um, I do a lot of things for my children in Parks and Rec. So um, I don't know how old Kanan was, maybe three. We um, The Lincoln Children's Museum did a transport. I don't even know what it's called. Something very similar at Duncan Aviation at the airport. Mm-hmm. So I went there with Cannon and Mike because only obviously Chase was my middle child was in the NICU. So we went there to have some fun things with Chase before or with Cannon before we went to go see Chase in the hospital. And as I was walking around at their transportation, I was like, I'm gonna do this in New York. There is no reason why I can't do this in New York. 
got um, the chamber involved and the convention center involved. And the next year, we had our very first transportation to exploration. And I love it. We get like 700, 800 kids and adults out there every single year. The community has like responded and they just, we have fire trucks and tow trucks and cranes. Every and... big vehicle. Yes. Oh, I mean. I we mean... had a hot air balloon even though it's too windy. Like absolutely love, love it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you get truck center involved. I mean, you get, yeah. yeah. Kids are honking horns. Kids towing involved. Yes. I mean, they like, they're they're have... big thing, wreckers. Yeah. And they have, um, for like, like, like they're driving, we get the street sweeper out there, <laughs> bobcats, cops, sheriffs. I, guess I would really like to see a street sweeper up close. I mean, yeah, that's... next year, <laughs> it's in June. I don't know what the middle of June, like whatever weekend is the 17th through the 18th ish, whatever block that is. I always is. thought a street sweeper would just be you know, the greatest gig. Um, I got to drive one, around the road. I drove Damn. one, city got a new one, and I was like, can I take it out for a spin? It's pretty cool. It there are two seems... steering wheels for a reason. I'm pretty sure I wasn't the one really driving. Um, <laughs> Big Mike just let me pretend like I was while he did it. But it was cool. That, yeah, that favorite awesome. event, transportation exploration. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, we'll move on to one of our final segments, What's Making Us Happy. Uh, just in kind of a fun segment to talk about uh, the good going on in our lives. So I'm trying to talk about the days are getting longer. The light, I mean, the solstice was last week, so now we have five more day, minutes of light. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> so it's awesome, you know, now when I get home from work at five, I have nine minutes of light. <laughs> yeah, instead right? Of, instead of, it feels like it's just getting instead dark right away. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I enjoy right now, is that it's getting lighter outside. Yeah. My moment is probably, Cutler is changing. My little baby is just... So we learned how to crawl on Thursday, which is perfect right for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So it's just watching him, like, he says, ma, 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 ma. Pretty sure it's not because I'm in the room. I'm pretty sure he's just learning his sounds. But I totally take it as he needs me and he mm -hmm. wants me. Mm -hmm. So just watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just watching him, like, continue to develop and grow every day. There's something new, and it's... You know, when he says, mom, 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 I think it's me. So it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Seeing them kind of, you know. Yeah. Change just, like they that. take off. They just, the next, I don't know, next day when I talk, it'll be, he'll be 16 it's and just... I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so big. Uh, what is the, so you got nine months. I got a four-year-old and then um, Cannon just turned six. Six. Right before Christmas. Yeah, you're gonna be busy. You're gonna be so busy. <laughs> you're gonna be busy in ten years. You're I just know. Be I look at my friends that have kids that have everywhere. like activities, like they have dance and they have soccer and then they have wrestling and then they have, you know, church stuff. And I'm like, how how do you do that? Pray they all do the same like, sports <laughs> and they don't. One does golf. One does yeah, tennis. No, like, one does dude, football. You guys are both playing basketball. You you're gonna be running to everything. Yeah. 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 Now it's fun. Uh, so perfect. Yeah. Thank you for your time today. Um, I appreciate you coming out. Um, appreciate, you know, you doing this, you know, want to thank our members again. So members like Union, Union Bacon Trust, Black Hills Energy, Copes OD, and uh, York Cold Storage. Uh, thank you again for all your support. Uh, and I just want to, you know, give Sheree the final, final closing. Uh, get a close out the show however you want. Uh, you can... You know, plug something if you got some upcoming event. You can do some shameless plugs, or you can um, leave it with a quote or some words of wisdom or whatever you want. You know, I'll let you close out the show. It's pretty easy. So probably just um, how much I appreciate everybody's support, Parks and Rec. Um, 
the department has grown tremendously ever since I started. So huge shout out to all of the community for continuing to support Parks and Rec and trusting your kids or your spouses or your grandparents with us, um, all just depending on who participates. So that's always awesome. Uh, be looking forward to when the community center opens because hopefully that'll be soon, soon-ish. Um, and then come check out Fun City, that new development that we're having inside the community center um, geared towards elementary and preschool age children. I don't know. I have lots of like life quotes, so I guess um, I'll share a couple. So one of my major one, which kind of goes back to how I like sports and playing, having fun, is never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. So backstory is my last year, I loved softball, played it, loved it, loved it, loved it. So I struck out five times my very last year. Five times only. I kept track of my own stats. Nerd alert. Huge nerd. Last time I ever got to bat, I struck out. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I ended my whole entire career on a strikeout. Like, I'll never forget it. Like, five times all year. What do you play? Like, 60-some games. Mm-hmm. Never struck out. Very last time struck out. And, like, <laughs> can we do this again? Like... Can the other eight people behind me please not get out so I can have another attempt? And I think just, just like, lets you, like, okay, continue. Like, that chapter ended. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I go back to, like, should I play college softball or not? It was, like, that was kind of like, okay, hey, I'm done. Let's it's move on. Let's figure else. it out. Yep. Another um, challenge. I also kind of live by um, no one will stand up for you better than yourself. Mm-hmm. Huge on that one. Like, if you don't like something, you need to stand up for yourself. Don't be a pushover. Um, just address it. A lot of people don't like confrontation, but it's not necessarily confrontation. It's just telling like how you feel and standing mm-hmm. up for yourself and your beliefs. And then the grass is green where you water it. Pour all of your energy and all of your focus into what you want. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Just if I want to do this, like Parks and Rec, I want, you know us to do this and this and this. I want to do splash pad. I want that new, my dream park. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to pour all of my energy and thought in poor city council the next 10 years of request into this park. Mm -hmm. Like just Mm -hmm. don't give up. Just give all of your attention on what you want. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. So I don't know. Those are my three life quotes. So hopefully you can take one and steal it and use it for yourself because I'm pretty sure I didn't make those up myself. So yeah. Thanks so much for doing this. I love stuff like this. Um, I appreciate it, and I hope there's lots of listeners. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sri. I appreciate it. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.